Hello and welcome to Your 8 Pal by me, Roscoe Burns, a podcast dedicated to men chatting about their mental health. The podcast is a way for men to share, to discuss and be open about their mental health. Listeners are advised that some of the topics may be triggering with potential mentions of addiction, self-harm, abuse and suicide. With that being said, I feel these topics are important to talk about and to share. And I hope you enjoy this episode of Your 8 Pal. Um, hey everyone, this is Roscoe, this is Your 8 Pal. This is a podcast that I'm going to be doing with just me as a guest. So it's a wee bit different. Something that I'm actually quite nervous to talk about but I feel like it's important and the reason why I'm doing it is so that if anybody else out there is kind of suffering or if they are thinking that they're alone I can guarantee that they most definitely aren't so that's the reason as to why this podcast is being created alright so as most of you know I am sober I have been sober for two and a half years now. Sobriety was always something that I never really knew that if I was able to do it, it was a daily battle. It was something that I, you know, was very personal to me. And I'm sure that everybody who is sober is thinking the same. It's very personal to them. And even though I spoke about it and I was open about it, you know, my own journey and my own kind of sobriety definitely was was unique to me. And I never thought in a million years that I would um, get this far. So two and a half years. And, you know, the news today, unfortunately, I have broken my sobriety. Sorry, today I've broken my sobriety. Um, not proud of it at all not one bit um, and I'm going to get emotional with it now just purely so I can get out of the way <laughs> and it's just admitting it to myself saying it out loud definitely hits home and it's something that I'm ashamed of very ashamed um, um, um. You can hear it in my voice. Uh, I, I always used to be proud, and there's not many things in my life that I'm proud. I'm proud of, but my sobriety was one of them. So, to break it has broken me a wee bit. But one thing I've got to say is, <coughs> all the people that I've spoken to today, everybody who's offered me offered me support. I cannot thank enough. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And you guys have actually made me feel so much better today. So much better. So I thank you. You know who you are. But, you know, I have to, I have to say, well, you've, you've just been an example of support. A great example of support, Kieran. 
Mamam. 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 Who have absolutely caused so much pain and have caused her nothing but hassle. And for her to be to be supportive is is something that I am so thankful for. But yeah that's that part. I'm gonna speak about the reason why I'm gonna speak a wee bit about sobriety as well, because I don't know if a lot of people understand it and it's maybe an opportunity to help somebody that you know who is sober and maybe is going through sobriety so hopefully with this podcast I'll maybe give you tips and helps in how to best support your pals without judgement and you're never maybe sometimes you don't know what to say but hopefully from my experience I can then tell you what the best things is to say and do you know what sometimes saying things is maybe the answer isn't the answer sorry sometimes maybe saying things isn't the answer maybe it's just sitting there but yeah we'll talk about that okay and I promise I'll try not to cry but um, I'm not going to promise you anything because you never know I probably will but I want this to be informative as much as possible, okay? Um, I suppose I should probably start from the reason why I chose sobriety and that was during lockdown I was drinking a lot more and I think I've touched on it in previous videos on Instagram and stuff and I probably won't repeat what I've already said as to why um, I became sober because it's on Instagram, however I knew I had to. I didn't realise how difficult it would be. I did it alone. I did it cold turkey. But at that point, you know, I was able to go hiking. I was able to spend a lot of time in the outdoors, which helped. And that was kind of my new therapy. Just being able to climb in rows and just being able to get outside was probably the best idea for me at the time to stay sober. So, anyway... Fast forward, I got a job, I'm a PT, started a business, became successful, I was meeting a lot of people, I had a lot going for me, got a flat in the city centre of Glasgow and I absolutely had everything that I needed, I absolutely had everything that I have always wanted in life, I became independent. I didn't depend on anybody, which was the first time in my life I had always depended on somebody, whether it was my mum, friends, exes. This was my time and this was my, probably my only time where I could say that I was completely and utterly on my own in surviving. But um, like I said, sobriety always rears its ugly head when you least expect it so that's one thing that I really wasn't prepared for was having triggers you know identifying my biggest risks some of the risks that I endured was stress emotional stress 
relationship troubles, which is something that I've always had an issue with. Um, not always, but the majority of relationships I've got myself into, I feel like it's been at a very vulnerable place. And um, I think some people will take advantage of those vulnerabilities, which is sad. I just think it's extremely sad. But people do that, so there you go. Um, one thing I have to mention is, you know, I've got myself through some some situations that were probably triggering, that I was able to walk away from a really toxic, and I'm not even, I'm not even going to call it a relationship. It was someone who was just taking advantage of my vulnerabilities, my niceness. And I always try and be the nicest version and a nice guy. And I hope everybody that's listening... Oh, I hope everybody that listens knows that I'm a good guy at the end of the day. So I feel like... Sometimes I feel like I put myself in those situations. And I shouldn't blame myself, but I do. So... That's one thing that definitely is a trigger and it's like almost a compulsive, self-destructive mode that I get myself into and I hope people can identify with that as well. You know, you might be listening and thinking, God, he is speaking to me, he's sounding exactly the way that I sound. And if you do, please reach out to me because I will appreciate it. I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. Because if I did have all the answers, then what happened recently wouldn't have happened. But sometimes I feel like you get support in numbers. You definitely get support in other people who know exactly how you feel and what you're going through. So... But is it strength in numbers, they say? So please, please reach out. Please, I beg you. So, on to the next part. And the one thing that kind of led to what happened was um, I went through a, a, a breakup recently. Um, I was working a lot. However, I'm not going to blame that because I fucking love my job. I love my clients. I love every single one of them. But I did, and I was working a lot. And I joined a club. And then all of a sudden, I was no longer a member of the club. And that was my choice. But, um, but my routine completely went out of the window. So when you mix all those things in together I realised that I didn't really have much or I thought I didn't because I've got plenty I've got friends I've got family I've got so much going for me but with all those things just being taken away from me I really struggled I really really struggled Um, so to get to the point of recently I was 
hearing, feeling all these triggers and not doing anything about it. And triggers can be dangerous, very dangerous, because if you don't deal with them, they'll just build up and it gets to the point where you explode. And that's what's happened. So I won't go into too much detail, but um, I found myself on my own one night. I didn't have much to do. I was thinking that maybe I should do something. Maybe I should have made plans. But as the week went on, I knew that I was avoiding. I was avoiding. And avoidance can lead to danger. And that's what happened. So um, I apologise to anybody that I cancelled on that week. I apologise to anybody who felt that I was distant from them. Um, I try my best to help people, but at this point I need help. And I couldn't ask for it. Well, I felt like I couldn't ask for it. So, um, I woke up and I realised that I had relapsed. Now, when it comes to relapsing, it was the first one that I've had in two and a half years and it hurt, it really hurt. I was disappointed in myself, I was extremely angry at myself, I was a mixture of emotions um, which isn't the best feeling in the world. So I got myself into a bit of a panic. I spoke to a few friends who who would know exactly what I was going through um, and they were a great help. And like I said, the ones that I mentioned earlier, those are the ones who, who definitely helped and others as well that I reached out and kind of explained what was going on. So I know that I have a huge amount of support out there, but at the same time, with all the support, I felt so lonely today. And if I'm honest, I've been feeling very lonely for a while. Um, so I think that that's been a huge impact in the way that I've been feeling. But um, again, that's a trigger, and I should have I should have known. I should have warned myself. But anyway, it was a trigger. So the loneliness does does work in its mysterious ways but that's what I need to get better at and um, I ended up relying on something that I shouldn't have and it wasn't the best at all so when I woke up I had realised that I had conversations with people that I had to apologise for I woke up feeling like I had a really big disappointment to people um, and the first person that I met was my mum who has always been my number one supporter she's always been the one who helps me she never judges me and um, yeah she just lifts me up whenever I need it so Regardless of that, it's like, as a son, and at my age, I should never ever 
be letting her down, which I felt like I had today. You know, a lot of people I had let down, but that's that. Um, sobriety is it's tricky, and it's it's always going to be with me. Um, the one thing that I am most disappointed in is that I nearly got to three years. I was just shy of it. And I need to go back to day one, which is hard. And I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing it now because the emotion is real. The emotion is raw. I feel really raw. And it's not the best feeling in the world, let me tell you. For anybody who has got friends, family, whoever, my best advice is please, please allow yourself to be open to helping them. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean you have to constantly ask them questions. That just means you can just say to somebody, listen, I know what you're going through. I'm here if you ever need it. And it's up to them whether they choose that or not. That's one thing I have to make clear. Um, make sure that you are non-judgmental. Make sure that your judgments are, if you ha- do have judgments, just keep them to keep them to yourself. That's that's the best thing. Keep them to yourself and just make sure that you're always, always going to be there as their friend first and as their therapy second because I tell you one thing as if we create friends if we have a friendship group we always rely on each other so it always works both ways and the one thing about sobriety is always take it seriously this isn't somebody who's looking for any sort of attention trust me I don't do this because I want attention. I do this daily, fighting, fighting to make sure that I don't go down the path that I did because years ago I would have done my behaviour years ago would have caused a lot of damage. I didn't have the career that I have now, I don't have the flat that I have now, I don't have the independence that I have now, so I I am telling you I'm not doing this because I feel like I need some sort of attention, I really don't, Um, but if anybody does have any questions on sobriety, whether you are going through it, whether you have friends that are going through it, please, please message me. Um, and you know, lastly, the one thing that I will say, because I'm going to keep this a short podcast, um, I can feel my throat going, so I'm sorry if, if the emotion's coming through, but it's it's, it's something that I'm... I'm an emotional person and if you know me I'm always, always emotional but yeah, definitely reach out to me because I could I can always help you and I always will try my best to help you I can't, I can't solve everything I can't solve anything 
but at least I can be an ear. And I pride myself on the type of guy who is. Who's a good guy. I feel like I'm a good person. And that's something that I never want to. I never, I never. I never want to change. Whatever I've done recently doesn't um, define me or change that I am a good guy. I like to think I am and I pride myself on it, like I said. So, um, yeah, coming to the end of this, just, just make sure that, you know, you look after yourself. That's something that I struggle with. I sometimes struggle looking after myself. Um, and I hope, I hope people will listen to this. And I want people to listen to this and to never give me sympathy. I don't want sympathy. <clears throat> I don't want people to change their perspective or their opinion on me at all. What I would love you to do is understand me a wee bit better and understand the type of person that I am. Because I love, love looking after people and helping people. It's something that my mother, my mother always said to look after, not just yourself, but make sure that everybody else is okay. And it's something that she's instilled in me from a young age to the man I am now. And I want to do her proud. I really want to do her proud. So that's something that I will always continue to do. I'm just sorry for anybody that's been affected by this. By who? By anybody that I've hurt. I didn't mean to. And, um, you know, you know that I'm not the type of person to hurt people. So... If my actions or words have hurt you, then I apologise so much. Um, but the last thing I will say is sobriety, alcoholism, drug use. It's like the devil. It's constantly, constantly chasing you. And I am doing my hardest to fucking run as fast as I can so it never catches up with me and unfortunately it did the other day but you know one thing I'm going to promise myself is that I'm going to run faster <laughs> so it doesn't get his hands on me um, not at all not at all I cannot let this happen again I want to get to a good few years before um, I can celebrate my next sobriety. But, um, yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. It's definitely heartbreaking that I've got this far and did this to myself. So, um, I just literally wanted to do this podcast as a wee extra, just to let you know what's going on with me and the reason why I did the podcast was because 
I always wanted to create a safe space for people, for men. But I'm going to definitely, definitely open it up so that anybody can come on and talk about their struggles. So that was the reason why I created it and I need to keep that in the you know, forefront of my mind. And I hope that anybody who has listened to any of the episodes have got something out of it and have, you know, received some sort of validation that you are not alone at all. You are most definitely not alone. I know that I'm not alone. And I'm going to end the podcast like I usually end podcasts as saying that be be kind to one another. Kindness costs nothing. Sometimes kindness can be hard, but it's worth it. Trust me. Um, the last thing is be kind to yourself. I wish I could be kind to myself. I really do. Um, I'm getting there. Slowly but surely, I'm being kinder, and I just want you to look out for each other, okay? So please continue to listen, please continue to support, and please don't think that this, and me speaking about this, is a sign of weakness. It is a weakness, but I'm going to get through it. So just be kind to everyone. And if anybody's got any support, any any words of encouragement, please please send them that way. And I'm gonna go because my voice is cracking, so just just be there for each other. And I'll definitely end it now. So I will speak to you soon for another podcast. And it will be um coming very soon, okay? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for, you know, letting me take up this, what, 25, 26 minutes of your time. So I really much appreciate it. But um, I will speak to you soon. And thank you so much again. Thank you.